Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Empire State Conservative Network podcast, episode 104. It is me, your host, Evan, with the All-American Conservative Solomon Tack and everyone's favorite conservative in New York, Christopher Wright. Welcome, guys. This is our first ever Sunday sit-down. We're going to try to do this at least once a month for a group discussion where we discuss essentially whatever we feel like talking about in politics. For those of you who are new to the show, we are here to fight back against the leftist agenda that has been plaguing New York State for years. We are committed to bringing you the best in conservative commentary and bringing you real conservative candidates and exposing rhinos and leftist derangement. So, guys, leading into our first topic, impeachment, my girlfriend's brother-in-law, we're at family dinner. And I'm just discussing Trump with her dad. He's like, hey, you know, Bloomberg's a businessman. I know I would like to have him if Trump wasn't going to be the guy. And I'm trying to explain to him how Bloomberg is essentially just a giant leftist, and this is not a good idea. And her brother-in-law goes, well, well, Donald Trump's a criminal. Why would you want him to be president? And I'm just like, dude, turn off CNN. Really turn (laughs) off CNN. And it really goes to show, like, Pelosi has said that Trump needs to now to prove his innocence. You know, they haven't put any witnesses forward. Even the representative from New Jersey, um, Jeff Van Drew, has criticized the impeachment inquiry. He's the one who voted against it saying that all this is doing is wasting time and further fracturing the country. Like, really, where, where are they going with this? Because they don't have – they don't seem to have anything on this guy. Uh, I agree. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a joke to me. It's like, you guys, how do we go from Russia, Russiangate for the past three years, Russia, 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 and then when that falls through, it's like the first thing they say is, well, Ukraine, what about Ukraine? It's like, I thought Ukraine and Russia were, like, bumping heads for, like, the past 20 years, like the biggest enemy of Russia was Ukraine. Now, when Russia falls through, you're like, no, 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 no. We'd say he's wrong with Ukraine, and it's a quote pro, and all this. And you hear a phone conversation. It's like, where's there's nothing, no evidence to that. Oh, now and it's bribery was, though, because the other one didn't work. Now it's bribery. Let's just keep changing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got bribery. It's this, you know. Oh, you know, it's rape story with Daniels. It's that it's everything. It's always something. Like the everywhere you go, it's like, oh, we did this, we did that, and yet there's there's no criminal record of any of theirs what they're saying. When you, when it comes to proving somebody is a criminal, you have to do this beyond a reasonable doubt. Mm. So you sit in front of the Senate, which would be the, the next step, and you have to prove to the Senate beyond a reasonable doubt that Trump did something illegal. Now, everything that anyone has said so far, somebody has the point to me what was illegal about it, not just what was an impeachable offense for these hearings and all that other stuff. What are you going to literally sit him down and charge him with? What's the charge? I have yet to hear anybody say, according to this law, uh, or this is the law that he actually broke. This is the offense that he committed. This is what we're going to take, and this is what we're going to charge him with. Yeah. Everybody's just saying, oh, ethically, this was wrong. But it's not even, ethically, what, what, did he, what crime did he commit? It's not even ethics. They're talking about is they don't like his foreign policy. They're not giving us anything that is beyond the scope of normal foreign policy. They've already proven that Joe Biden did the exact same thing. Quit pro quo is not a crime. And they realized yeah. that, and they did. They literally did a focus group. That's how they got to bribery. They go, which one sounds worse to you? Quit pro quo or bribery? <laughs> But it's like they just make, they literally just make things up. They do. Because 
Pelosi has said, they have a quote from her. The, it remains the fact that the president has information that demonstrates his innocence in all of this, which we haven't seen. His transcript of a phone call is put <coughs> away in a highly sensitive compartmentalized intelligence server, so we can't see that. What are you talking about? He released the transcript of the phone call. Everyone is saying that there was no, this is not Bromley. The Ukrainians are telling us that they did not think the aid was linked. And even if it was linked, it wasn't linked to them going after Biden. It's them in, in investigating corruption. And Obama did the same thing. And Biden did the same thing. This is what they've been doing for years. It's like, I did something wrong. Let me point the finger at you. And then I'm going to accuse you of doing it and say that it's illegal. It's, and what, it's like people don't on the internet. What's crazy is they don't have any hard, solidified evidence. The only thing they have is quote unquote hearsay. Once again, you have to prove in order to be charged beyond a reasonable doubt that somebody committed an offense. Is hearsay enough? That's like me saying, oh man, I Evan told me that you punched so and so in the face, Chris. And you can yeah. just say, I didn't do that. Now it's yeah. your word against his word. That's but not if I was enough. Put, but if I was suffering from EDS and I was just like, you know, <laughs> blind to the fact, I'd be like, yo, I don't care, man. I don't like Evan anyway. So whatever you say <laughs> is, yeah, I'm rolling with it. Let's get it. You know? <laughs> oh, I see how it is now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he's right, man. It's, it's like I said, the people are running with hearsay, man. And it's like, now there's flipping the whole script here, guilty until proven innocent. And I'm like, this is what mm -hmm. this country was, that's not what this country was found on, is that way of believing. Like, every time I talk to somebody on the left, it's like, prove to me he's innocent. And I'm like, I don't have to prove to you anything. Like, he's my president. I support the guy. I'm, if I, prove to me he's guilty. Because if you don't do that, I'm going to prove to you his job numbers and the, and the lowest black unemployment in American history. I mean, I'm going to prove, I can prove to you that. But you're the one claiming he's this old, this big spy conspiracy theorist guy. Well, let me see some evidence. Because it was evidence when Bill Clinton was lying to the American public. So if there's evidence there of him doing it, where's the evidence that Trump there was There was DNA mistakes? evidence that he lied. Right. No, he thought sex was penetration. He didn't think that blowjobs counted as sex. I mean, God, man. He's like, you got to be technical over here, guys. Give me a break. It's not sex unless the nipples are out. I thought it was <laughs> This man lived a real-life porn scene. <laughs> Yeah, in the right. White House. <laughs> but it's so ridiculous. It's like they're doing the Michael Scott method. It's like you need cause. It's like, well, it's because I hate him. And that's not how it works. It doesn't the left sometimes remind you of children. Like, you know, you see like your like, little time. cousin or a nephew or something. You see them, they're like running around. You're, you did it. You did it. You're stupid. You're stupid. And you just laugh because they're kids. Like watching the left sometimes, like Antifa and all this stuff. I watch them, I sit back. I'm like, these are like a bunch of big kids. And nobody told them how to handle their emotions. Nobody told them how to lose and handle a loss and move on and be a, be adult. They've been getting pampered their entire life. And now that we have, we have groups of people that have been pampered their entire life. Or if they haven't been pampered their entire life, they are seeking a way to be pampered because they feel like they've worked too hard and now they deserve something from society. Even yeah, right. if they may not have added anything back, a lot of these people... Like, uh, let's use Beyond Meat, for example, as a company, and uh, they're a publicly traded company, and a lot of leftists are vegans, a whole lot of them, and what I realized with these companies is they all tank because leftists don't support the, the, the stuff they say that they actually stand for. 
Once they say they stand for something, it's like, oh, uh, now give me, give me, give me. My hand is out, but I'm not going to give anything back to you because now I want it for free. It's so like people who do CrossFit. Everything. One. Where's my muscles at? I think we all really know why they're doing this impeachment. And they've made it very clear is that they don't believe they can win in 2020 unless they're able to kick him out of office. They know he's going to be reelected. You've heard AOC say it. Elizabeth Warren is like, listen, it's really right now it's between Biden and Warren. Biden is falling apart. His teeth are literally sliding out of his mouth. He doesn't know what's (laughs) mentally, physically, emotionally. He might not make it to the primaries. Listen, I don't wish bad upon anybody. I'm just trying to give people a fact when you don't even know what state you're in. How on earth could we think that you could be president? Warren is a complete psychopath. She's now calling car accidents acts of violence. Like it's somehow, it's called an accident. For a reason, people. Come on, wow. let's be real here. Well, we get this a, is if, who's running. This is a woman who will bankrupt this country. Her wealth tax and all taxes on all these billionaires. These people are going to cut and run, and you're going. It's like you're going to destroy wealth. You're going to destroy everything that we built. And people see this. They Democrats know they cannot beat Trump in 2020 because they do not have a legitimate candidate that can go against him. So they're doing this impeachment bullshit to try to get over on him, and it's not going to work, and they just don't see it. They just keep pushing. Just give up. Literally, give up. You can see that he's going to be president for another four years and work on getting a real candidate for 2024 if you want to be a legitimate political party. Work on getting hey, some real shit passed, too. Work on getting some real mm. effective things passed that's actually going to help society out because right now all you've been doing is crying for the past three years and you haven't submitted anything that's actually going to help us out at all yeah and you nailed it you nailed it and i was saying in 2016 after he won because i saw it like a year and a half before he won officially won the presidency i saw the democrat party was playing all these stupid foolish games and i was like and finally was all sitting down and officially announced 2 40 in the morning that that november 9th that he's the president of the united states i was like okay democrats enough's enough go work on getting some policies done get mm-hmm. you know mature so politically then four years come back and i'll consider voting you guys voting for you guys again if president doesn't if trump does a bad job i'll consider going back to the democrat party again but they went even further left <laughs> after we won and i'm like where alec where y'all going like I, I, I was thinking about <laughs> what going doing? never mind never mind never mind and now with this election like you said and now you got the same question like you saying now is what i say in 2016 what are you guys going to do now, hopefully, when it, that's why we Trump went by a landslide, not by Electoral College again. You know, I don't think he, he won by more than that before. But it's just obvious he just crushes them. So after that happens, will they hopefully at that point say, okay, what we're doing isn't working at all. We have to be politicians. We got to mm-hmm. think of some policies, get them passed, and that are going to benefit people. And I want them to get there again because I'm, I, I honestly, I'm, I don't want them to be that far left, man. I, I don't want any side to be far right, far left, far up, far down, far nothing. Like, we need to get back to just a balance, man. Yeah, we need them to be working for us instead of just fighting each other. It's really absurd. Oh, I I, I totally agree. That's why I haven't touched the subject on my YouTube channel about the whole, uh, was it the the, uh, conservative Inc. versus, uh, you know, New Way Conservative. I don't know what they call it with Nick Fuentes versus, you know, Charlie Kirk and all that. It's like, can we get the president elected first? Like, you guys, we're infighting, we're infighting. But I'm like, it's get Trump in the it's office. Egos, right? dude. It's it's egos. 
everybody feels the need to be important mm. instead of actually continuing to work for the good of society everybody has to be some important leader as opposed yes. to, in order to lead you have to learn to follow first you have to learn to take instruction first and a lot of people don't know how to take instruction they just want to jump out in front and be this important figure that everybody looks up to and get their ego stroked via Instagram. Mm. It's mm. all it's about. <laughs> and no, it's funny, bro. It's funny because, like, like I said, I'm not gonna. I mean, I, I, you know, I could, I could just come out and say certain things about Turning Point. You were saying all this like that, I, but I'm like, you guys, they did invite me to events to the White House twice. I've never been to the White House before. It wasn't for Turning Point to say. So I just can't go to a second event, come home a week later, like you know what, Charlie Kirk is this. Da, 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 da. It's like. It's a little yeah. hypocritical, and it's like, who's really benefiting? Who's really helping from all this, man? Like, I want as many people on the conservative side as possible, man. If you're gay, straight, Hispanic, Asian, exactly. Jewish, whatever, man. If you if you are, if you believe in ideology, what conservatism stands for, let's, let's make it happen, man. Let's get it together. Let's all get together and get some votes, man. But all this dividing right now is the worst time to do it, man. And the Democratic Party is giving them all the press they can, and the world for fighting. I've never seen Democrats recover. The, the right so you know accurately like oh yeah so and so got an argument with so and so at this event and da, 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 da. they yeah. love seeing that they're all about covering that for us exactly it's like Drake said Twitter fingers the trigger fingers turn to Twitter fingers <laughs> all it is right now everybody's sitting on Instagram just talking about each other yes. <laughs> like, well come on I mean we yeah. have an enemy we have the the American left is the enemy these people want to take away our rights they want to take our hard earned money. I don't want to get it. These people are like, oh, you're greedy. You want to keep your money. How is it greedy for me to want to keep my money, but not greedy for the government want to take it from me? It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's insane. We're going against legitimately insane people. And not everyone who's a Democrat's insane. I think most of them are just misinformed and don't understand the real world. Mm-hmm. But people in the government who are Democrats, are most of them right now are legitimately insane. The oh. fact that you are pushing this impeachment, when you know it's not going to pass the Senate, even if it was semi-legitimate, it's completely illegitimate. But even if it was something close to legitimate where it could be something, it's not going to pass the Senate. The yeah. representative and, and the from the no one's hearings. ever been kicked out of office from impeachment. It's never happened. And they don't even have anything. Like, what are you <laughs> doing? We're going against actual insane people who think that they can commit crimes and then accuse the president of doing it with no evidence, and they'll just win. Like yeah, oh, and, and, and and they're insane, and they have so much disregard for, disregard for the American public that they're like, you know what? Let's give them a bunch of crap and BS. They're gonna believe anything we say. It's, it's coming from a television set. They're dumb enough to listen to us. So mm-hmm. just be with a television set and watch the American people not the head because they're they're that dumb. And that's why I'm trying to tell people like, have enough respect for yourself if you're on the left or the right. Like I, I do that politics podcast I do once a week where I see the ladies on the left, and they but they have enough logic. So when we go off talking about this stuff. They don't go, well, no, I think they're like, no, like- can we just move on? Like, they, they love Yang Yang, Andrew Yang, Andrew Yang. I'm um, like, because they like him so much because he's talking about policy. He, he, it's a crazy policy. I wouldn't book it as a policy, but at least he has a policy. Listen to this. This is what I want to do to help you guys out, in my opinion. So, and they're like, and they, he's the only one that really does it. So they're drawn in like this guy, this guy. And they're just drawn in because he's just illogical enough to say, okay, I'm not going to follow this craziness, but here's a policy that I have. And that alone just attracts a lot of people on the left. Because a lot of people on the left, like you said earlier, there are these dumb rebels and idiots. That a lot of them are just regular people, man. Like, you know, family members of ours, friends of ours, childhood friends. 
some of them, unfortunately, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know how it is out there. You know, we're New York man, so. Sure. Yeah, man, it's just, there's, that's what, they don't want to talk about policy anymore because they've realized that their policies have been ineffective. If you try to talk policy, they're like, well, how come there's so much crime in cities? Well, because people are racist. No, because the major cities have been run by Democrats for over 50 years and democratic policies don't work. So the left has resorted to not talk about policy because mm-hmm. their policy is trash and instead going off of emotions. The only reason why we, you would want the government to take care of you is because you are not secure in yourself that you can lead a life that will be prosperous for yourself. That is it. Because why else would I want someone else telling me what to do? They all claim to be rebels. But you want mommy and daddy up in whatever form of government to be giving you things and telling you what you're allowed to drink, what you're allowed to own, where you're allowed to drive, what you're allowed to do. It's, it's insane. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it's complete insanity. It's complete insanity. It's like you, like you like for the best example of that is you, oh, you want the guns out of the American people's hands, people's citizens' hands so badly. Okay, let's say because of the violence. Okay, black or black crime. Okay, 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 we get it. Where are you going to get these guns to? Oh, the government. Like the same government you've been My telling ass. us is after us and they're evil and the establishment is evil. It's like you guys look to yourselves. You're saying they take away the take away the weapon that protect us and give it to the people that we've been fighting in the streets against. It just all makes I'm, absolutely no sense. All I'm saying is I back the blue hundred percent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when push came to stroll, Tupac shot a cop and got away with it. Because mm. he was right. <laughs> you get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Good point. Good point. It works. Point. It's supposed to work. And not only that, Tupac was black. <laughs> In the 90s, you know? It, it, so it's, come on, man. But they don't get all it. Like you, you claim the police are so racist and they want to murder all black people, but then you want to give up your guns and only the police should have guns. So, like, what are you doing? Yeah. It, 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 none of it makes sense. Just sit and think about it. Well, you think more guns is safer. Yes, because if you think that I have a gun, you're not going to come after me. You're not going to step to me. You're going to go, let me go find someone who might not have a gun. If I walk around the shirt that says, I'm carrying, guess who's not getting robbed today? <laughs> me. Yes. Yes. And if, and, and if you always, I tell people all the time, you want to look at what happened in America if we just gave, gave our guns up. Go, go just look at Europe right now and what's going on with the refugee crisis there with North Africa, at North Africa and Syria, all the refugees over there. Rape has gone to Sweden like 300%. Women, punching people in the face for no fucking reason. Yeah, yeah, knocking people out for no reason, jumping people like eight of me walking down the street and be like the guy's girlfriend and you just yoke them both up. You're like, what are you going to do? Because they're like, what are you going to do? And if you go down south and try something like that, go to Mississippi, go to Georgia, go to Alabama with one guy and try to do that with eight guys. My fucking stomping grounds. I used to hang out all the time. Biloxi, uh, Destin, Florida, fucking Mobile, Alabama. It, I was you know always in those areas. You know, you know the Baton deal. Rouge. I ran through Baton Rouge. People that oh, knew man. me in Baton Rouge knew that I always had a gun on me. Always. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it wasn't to be a, a gangster, but I knew what was going on in Baton Rouge. I wasn't stupid. Right. Know? Right. No. You can't no, just it's... run up on somebody in Baton Rouge saying you just going to knock somebody out. You're going to get shot. No. And you know how it is. When I was in Georgia, man, and there'd be stories all the time of, you know, this would be some angry person on TV yelling to somebody's mother and yelling at the stupid because there's two or three kids and his friends ran up to somebody's house in Georgia and all of them ended up on the ground. And the, the homeowner was like, hey, I was at home, I was sleeping. Somebody broke in my house. I got my shotgun and, you know, put them all down. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not guilty. You're not going to put me in jail. I'm protecting myself. 
And she's out there like, yeah, I didn't, you know, they, they just committed a couple crimes. You know, why didn't they just come on? What's the big deal? Why do you have to kill him? That's my like, favorite one. I love that. <laughs> I'm like, what? Why? He didn't have to shoot him. You tried to rob my house. Stay out night. of my house. That's uh, it. You, this is my house. That's your house. You stay in your house. This is my house full of my things. They're not your things. They are my things. I'm going to keep them my things. And I have a friend called a 12-gauge shotgun that's going to help me do that. Oh, very, very quick. I mean, well, I was a cable guy down there, and I'll go to people's ladies. The old ladies' houses, 89-year-old women, you know, go to their home. First thing they do when I open the door is like, oh, I'll just let you know. I'm glad you're the cable man because I still, I'm still packing. My, you know, she's right by the door, too. And a shotgun right by the door. She's like, I can still aim it too, baby. Don't worry about it. I can still like, cock it in. And I'm like, okay, I, no, look, I'm taking word for it. That's all I'm here. You know, so it's like, but I, I respected that element of the South, man, where it's like now I'm in the North and like, you know, it's like, bro, if, the, if, if there's a rumor you have a gun, the cops kicking down your door with mm-hmm. the SWAT team. Like, you know, it's just, it's, an, it's, it's insane to me. But you see the crime rate here. And, you know, and I see, I saw the same thing when I was in Maryland with Baltimore. You know, and it's anywhere, like I said, Democrat owned states, man. They got they got a system they use, and it's all about manipulation and control. It's in major cities. It's really a problem. Um, let's move on to our last little thing here. Colin Kaepernick, back oh, in the boy. news, of, uh, one of the most uh, overrated go. quarterbacks in the history of the NFL, skipped his workout that was planned for him by the NFL <laughs> over some spat over TV cameras not being there. So instead, he went to a local area Atlanta high school and wore a shirt that said, just said Kunta Kinte. Oh, like, my his God. Son's... I didn't know the Kunta Kinte shirt. I didn't know about the style. I saw, I saw the all-black. I saw the all-black receivers with him. It was all, all black everything. I got that. But I didn't know that. No, the Kunta oh Kinte God. shirt. That ties it all together. Like, he is some sort of oppressed slave. The biracial child who was raised by a rich white family and given oh. everything in his entire life because he played football. He is as oppressed as Kunta Kinte. Give me a break. Bro, I, I still got but, but, but the one meme I made by myself, my own personal meme that I made. That's the most popular meme I've ever made was that picture of him and his, and his white family members all together, like out in a nice garden area. And I, and I said, all I said of the meme, I'm, and I made this, I said, the only, it's hard to be oppressed on family picture day. <laughs> 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 and it blew up, bro. People loved it. And I'm like, it's true, bro. I'm like, this guy, it's a real time. He was dressed up like Al Pacino instead of a woman in man commercials when he was a starter for the 49ers. Then he became a third stringer and nobody talked about him no more. Now he's taking knees and has an afro. And I'm like, oh, as soon as I saw that, I knew what he was doing from the jump. I said, bro, don't do this freaking fake black activist crap. And, of course, that's what he did. And he's been running with it ever since to this day. He and looks like a crazy watching. person. He looks mm-hmm. insane. No, he does. He looks absolutely insane. And, it's just, and I want people to realize that. I need to know one thing. What has he achieved since he's been doing this besides making the uh, Know My Rights camp? Mm-hmm. He, he made a lot of money with Nike. Exactly. He's made a whole lot of money. He's taken a whole lot of payments. Like every other person that stepped up to be this quote-unquote black leader recently, right? But how much money has Kanye made when he was getting uh, black men taken out of prison? Mm. How much money has Kanye made Mm. when he was sitting there in front of the president and making cases for real-life people that was in prison? But Mm. you got somebody that can take a knee. Like I said with the, the conservatives on Instagram, this goes right back to somebody having an overinflated ego and making everything all about them. 
And the louder you talk, the more you scream, the more people get behind you because you got all this attention about you. And that's how a lot of people are starting to get their following. And that's all he's worried about is this following that he has, this cult-like yeah. following that he has. But he has yep. yet to get anything positive done in the Black community besides a Know My Rights camp that hasn't taught anything and doesn't get spoken about. And see, and, I, and, I, and you nailed it, bro. And that's the problem. People need to wake up and see the bigger picture. The moment that he started kneeling and he went to that, remember he played that Miami game, mm-hmm. and, you know, and he came with the Fidel Castro shirt on. I'm like, and then that one linebacker in Miami, young guy, his first year as a rookie, I believe. I didn't remember the man's name, but he was so desperate to hit Colin Kaepernick. Hit him one time. He's a Cuban guy. And at the end of the game, he finally got a sack of Colin Kaepernick, and he ran to his parents on the sideline and hugged them. And you can tell he's almost had tears probably. Because he's like, these, and this, I'm like, bro, you have nothing, no, nothing about no civil rights, bro. If you're going to Miami with a Fidel Castro shirt on, when most of those Cubans that lived there escaped from Cuba in the first place to come to America, and now most of them are Republicans because they want nothing to do with that anything leftist. And you wear a Fidel Castro shirt and like disrespect them. And I'm like, and that, but you wore it because, you know, it's the cool thing to do. Like to wear a Che Guevara shirt. Oh, I'm cool. I got a Che Guevara he's shirt. He's a murderer. Oh, cool. And he's a murderer who hated black people. It's like, do your research, man. And it's like, and, but, but people just saw, oh, he's, he's, doing, he's got an afro. Oh, he's got a, a, a Scott activist on his, uh, old, you know, communist on his shirt. And I'm going to follow him. And I'll do whatever he says. And it's like, bro, he does nothing in action that helps anybody or benefits anybody. He's just, he'll wear a shirt or take a knee. And that's it. What's funny is a lot of these, like, super pro-black, super woke individuals have no clue that a majority of the stuff that they follow, the influences comes from other white people. The Nation of Islam created by, what was his name, Farood or Fard or whatever? Oh, yeah. He was a white guy. He was white. <laughs> this whole socialist aspect, these, these uh, oh, socialist parties that's coming out of the, the black neighborhoods now, it didn't hit the black neighborhoods as hard as it did until the Scottsboro boys, when all of the socialists and communist Europeans was coming over, and they're like, oh, this Jim Crow thing is real? Like, this is an easy way to start recruiting communists into our numbers and take over the U.S. government. And then socialism may ingrained itself. They stand up as if they're, they're doing this whole pro-Black thing, but they do not realize the influences came from Europeans. So mm. they're still following the, the mm. people that they say are our quote-unquote slave masters that we're supposedly shucking and jiving for. Mm. And, and, and see, and it's still going to this day, man. It's still going to this very day. That's why when I see these people on the left, it's quick to call me Uncle Tom or a coon uh-huh. and all that. I'm like, I'm not the one out here with a bunch of masked up white men, you know, like <laughs> everybody's Nazi or Hitler when they're just regular people. Like, don't you see what side you're on? Like, I, I decided to vote for Trump on my own. Like, I lost <laughs> a lot of my white friends in Maryland once I came out and said I support Trump. So I'm like, I tell people all the time, if I'm trying to impress the white man, I'm losing a lot of my white friends trying to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm doing a bad job. I need to work on my game. You know, so it's like, you know, so people need to really wake up and see the bigger picture, man. And like the, and the people that I spoke with, and I'm sure you guys dealt with the same thing on the, on the left, that are willing to at least have open ears to say, okay, let me hear what you have uh-huh. to say. When they listen, they kind of can step back and like, okay, I, I, I see it. I see it. And that's all I want. You can water the seed more if you want to from there. But just listen yeah. to what guys say and step back, and I guarantee you're going to understand. Yeah. And that's that have enough sense and logic to, to listen. Was it Malcolm X who said there's nothing worse than a white liberal? 
Mm-hmm. Yes, a hundred percent. That was it. He said, "Don't ever trust the white liberals. They don't ever trust them ever." He stood up on stage and said it. Yeah. But it's it's so funny. They they act like they're so like, oh my god, I just want to support these people. They don't support voter registration because free voter IDs are somehow racist because black people aren't smart enough to get voter, free voter IDs. Mm. Um, they only support welfare because, you know, black people aren't good enough to get jobs and support their own families. Mm. Um, black people shouldn't be able to defend their property. It does, they, it, there's, it's so, the left is so, we talked about this the other time. It's all hypocritical bullshit. It mm. is, it's a hundred percent. It's nonsense. It's, it's like, oh my, it, it hurts my head sometimes. It really does. Because I hear this. It, it, it's angers to see you guys really think we're this dumb and this in, inadequate that you guys have to do all of this. Like you guys have to be the father. You guys have to be the teachers. You guys have to be everything for us. Cause we just can't do it. And I tell black people all the time, if you look at the last time we were, we were away from the left in the twenties and the thirties, we had the strongest family unit in America, black people did, cause it was based on Christian values. And we were the strong family unit, but we had Margaret Sanger over here saying, uh, no, we need to kill black babies because blacks are more likely to be in a, in a low income household. So we, so we even had people with, we had racist white people then telling blacks, you're not able to do this. So let us do this for you. Let us kill your babies because you can't raise them. And now and years later, we got more Planned Parenthood's in the inner cities than anywhere else in the country. So it's like they're staying, with, playing the same game with us. She, she worked with the, uh, so the pro-black movements. Like Marcus Garvey, the whole back to Africa oh, thing. Oh wow! <laughs> wow! So everybody that just Ooh. supposedly love Black America and the roots of Black America and the whole back to Africa, let's get back to our roots. Worked with the one woman who sat in front of the KKK and wanted to get rid of Black people like they were weeds. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh uh uh, man. Well, hey, look at the bigger picture, man. And I, I got to send a big thank you to Dinesh D'Souza out there, man, because he was one of the people that really put that big picture in my face, man. And I'm like, this guy has no dog in the fight, man. He's an immigrant from another country who came here. He's not black. He's not white. He's not even like, a race you can put him like, oh, he's over here, over there. He's just like, I just came over here and looked at the history of your country. And it, these guys are pretty messed up over here, exactly. if you look at it. So, Dude, it's bad. But, you know, oh, God, you know, that just, it's, it's, it's nuts. Like, I can't even believe the stuff that comes out of some people's mouths. It's really nuts. It, no, it, no, really. It's is. completely, it, it's, it, it's illogical. It's insane. It's all based off this idea that your feelings are more important than what anyone else believes. And if you don't believe what I believe, then you're a racist or you're an idiot. You're not a civilized person because everyone knows that the future is big government, the government taking care of everyone because no one should have to do anything. And, it, and it's scary when, especially when it's like a family member or a childhood friend and like, you know, you guys, you might know this person for years and this Trump thing, I call it, you know, TDS, the Trump Ranger Syndrome. I got to the point where I got stages for people. Like, you got first stage, third stage, fourth stage, you know, da da da, da. And my friend Joe, he's just moved from third stage to fourth stage TDS, man, where it's like, it, and it's hard to watch, bro. And there's times where he's texting me this huge, long, and he texts like four paragraphs in two minutes. I don't know I how he does <laughs> And I'm like, and I, he was giving me like five paragraphs. And I'm like, bro, that's all fake news. He's like, ah! Like, and, 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 and I'm like, okay, bro, in two months from now, when I'm right again, and remember this, and I'm gonna come back to this and say, when you want something new, I'm gonna go back to this again and say, remember, you remember this two months ago? Who was? And I have to, make, I make him admit he's wrong. I'm like, before you go into the conversation, say you're wrong first. Say you're wrong about this. Say you're wrong. And he'd be, oh, the, Trump's a racist. He's a Nazi. I'm like, say you're wrong about this. 
he'll probably go, okay, I was wrong about that. But Trump still, no, 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 no. I'm like, bro, listen to yourself. Stop. Look in the mirror, bro. You're losing your mind. You're my friend. I'm, and I told him, like, I'm really, I am worried about him sometimes. It was scary. I'm like, go see a doctor, man. Like, yo, you got a real problem. Yeah, like, it's I couldn't stand man. Obama, but I wasn't flipping out every single day that he was the president. It was just like, I'd be telling people, like, you guys need to see this guy for who he is. And this guy's a garbage president with garbage policies who is further dividing this country. But I wouldn't be walking around like, oh, Obama hates all white people. Because it's not true. And right now, Obama is, is trying to be the voice of reason on the left. He's actually coming out and telling people. And Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton, the lunatic, is actually coming out and giving Donald Trump advice on how to deal with the impeachment proceedings. These are the people who now are considered the sanity on the left. It's Barack Obama and Bill and Bill Clinton. Clinton. I'm not even going to lie, that shocked me as I was reading that because I read about it today. And I was like, whoa. I just heard about it right now about Bill Clinton, guys. I, I, I'm looking at the Zoom. We're done talking. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow, man. Let's see, left. Listen, everybody to the left listening right now, you guys are losing it, man. Listen to us, man. You guys, you guys only know your own parties. Like, I, I, I don't, Chris, I'm not even cool with them. And I'm on the party. Look, you know, and I know some Democrats that are like that, man. They, they, they let it be known to me, like, hey, man. I'm still a Democrat, but I'm not the AOC. I'm not the Rashid Tlaib. I'm not the LR, you know, LR Homars and all that. That's, I don't know what's going on there. I'm like, I, and I'll tell them that's your party right now. You guys understand that, right? Late-term abortion, post-mortem abortion. Let's get rid of all air travel, guys, and 99% of all truck cars, trucks, and buses. No big deal. We'll just go right back to being Amish and riding around on horseback. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's where we're heading, man. The way they're talking, bro. I wonder how much air conditioner she uses on a daily basis. Oh God, she doesn't even know what uh, the garbage disposal is. Let's come out. Let's uh, oh, not waste any more bro. time on AOC. Hopefully, she'll be ousted. But you know, for that, guys, thank you so much for coming on in the Sunday special. We're gonna try to make this as regular a thing as possible. If you guys are in the Facebook group or on YouTube, please leave requests for topics you would like us to cover anything like that. Um, but make sure you check us out. Make sure you check out Tack on Solomon on Instagram at Solomon Tack. That's two A's and a C. Chris at Christopher Wright. Was it Christopher Wright in NY now? It's short on the Instagram. So Chris Wright in New York. And in New York, it's NY. Not, it's not spelled out. All right. And make sure you check Chris out on YouTube. Check us out on Instagram at Get Red Pilled NY. On Instagram, oh, I already said Instagram. <laughs> on YouTube at Empire State <laughs> Conservatives. On SoundCloud at Empire State Conservatives. On Twitter at Empire State Cons. And for that, you know, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. And don't let fear take your freedom. <laughs> Can't forget. Peace out, guys.